0: Welcome back to the final care update. We were talking a lot about inbound tender rejection rates, but you know, it's important to put that in context of money. Donnie, show me the money.
1: Yeah. So this is gonna be a little bit different today. So what I've done is I took that list of markets that were on that inbound tender rejection list, the ones that were at the very top for the highest rejection rates, and I kind of threw them in here. And I I needed to pick a base city to work out of. So I picked Atlanta. Um, and so we're gonna run some lanes back and forth just to see what it looks like coming in and out of those markets and, and, and wondering, and I still scratch my head wondering why some of these markets have a very high inbound tender rejection rate. But let's look at, if we go Atlanta, Georgia to Green Bay, Green Bay, one of my favorite markets, don't understand why nobody wants to go there. Now, spot $1.70 a mile, that I understand. Yeah, But rejection rates aren't spot. Rejection rates are based on these contracted rates, 245. Two forty-five out of Atlanta right now probably is not a bad rate at all. Now, and this is also an eight hundred and eighty-three miles, so almost a nine hundred-mile run right now for two dollars and forty-five cents. That one I would think about. And if you bring your truck back at Spot, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, going back to Atlanta, Georgia, having to use the spot market, you're coming back at two sixty-four. So again, I would be accepting this. Uh, Seems like a, a very good lane, and you don't have to come back to Atlanta. You can go Green Bay to anywhere probably in the Midwest. <clears throat> the next lane, Omaha. Again, if I do Omaha or Atlanta, Georgia, heading out to Omaha, spot rate $1.80, 80 No good. Don't, do not like that would not run that. But your company might be running it on contract. So contract 240. Again, out of Atlanta, uh, not too bad of a number at 240 get going out to, to Omaha and you turn your turn around and come back at about 220. So this is you're going to average about 230 uh, 230 a mile but we're looking at nearly a thousand miles. So again, for that long of a run, uh, it's not a bad rate for the whole entire round trip. And I wonder, and I kinda wonder why are carriers rejecting these rates? Of course, they, they might be, um, I have the low end covered up, uh, but uh, they, their rates could be on this lower end of the contract and I'm just looking at really the current, the average. So maybe it's the number ones and number twos that are, rejecting them and maybe it's the third carrier in their waterfall uh, that are that are picking them up.
0: And that could be as well. Remember that waterfall th- theory of freight, RFPs continue to move on and as a customer mix, what we could be seeing is a situation where like you said, you may have got that rate for lower or you may have just got a water rate. Something's up with the rate as well to where you feel like I'm not getting as good paper rates. I'm not getting as good of a deal. I'm going to reject this now or I'm going to try to renegotiate this because as you scared do in higher costs, 170 to 245. This is what blows my mind. We know Atlanta has seasonality. We know that the this produce season, but we forget how important contracted rates year round are because this is the point where you're happy to be a contracted care. Yes. 245 versus 170, 240 versus 180 a mile. That's when people ask me, How are still people keeping the lights on? You want to be on that far right column.
1: And that's why rejection rates are so low. Then you got diesel fuel prices that are extremely high, averaging $4.54 a gallon right now. Well, they can push back and use that fuel surcharge. Let's dig into one more. I like this lane right here. I know if you've ever tried to book a load going into Virginia or West Virginia, <laughs> uh, you, you tell them, Going to go Norfolk, click, and you, you get hung up on a lot. But Atlanta, Georgia, going to Norfolk, uh, spot rate, 241, I, I believe that. But go over here and look at the the contract rate, 352, I believe that as well. This will be a land that I'll be picking up. Now, the problem is, is getting out of Virginia, you're at 212 on your uh, co- on your spot rates. But still, if you're running in at 352, you can, i would come back at 212. What I'd be having my guys do in the pricing department is find me a contract in and find me a contract back so I can be running in between back and forth Virginia. It's 568 miles, so a good owner operator could run that in a uh, be loaded, run up, deliver that evening or deliver the next morning, get reloaded and come right back and be rolling at 352 and 322. This is how you can make some money right here. And this is one of those that people don't, a lane that people don't see because they hear Virginia and they run and they don't wanna price it. Let's have to Rapid City, South Dakota. Now that's gonna be a tough one just because of the uh, freight volumes coming out of Rapid City, but You're running out at 179, no. Contract, 296, yes. But if I run up there at 296, I could still come back at 228 if I have to use the spot market. That's a good lane as well still because that average between those two. Like I say, and that's how, this is how people are gonna be choosing what they, you know, how they run their freight. They're based out of Atlanta. They have all these loads coming in, except their decline, except the Rapid City. Fargo, I probably wouldn't take, but I threw that up there anyways. But definitely, you know, the Virginia, the, um, Omaha, the uh, Green Bay, I'd be accepting all those.
0: Yep, especially in this environment. So keep an eye how this develops as well. Find the contracted freight. End of story. That's wrapped for this carrier update. Gonna toss it back over to Kaylee and Anthony to round out the.